Thank you for tuning in to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. We trust you'll enjoy this musical selection to bring you peace, comfort and hope.
Songs of Praise endeavours to draw your heart, mind and soul to a close relationship with your Saviour, Jesus Christ. Be 
If you're enjoying this music, encourage your friends to listen to this program each week. The Saviour is waiting to enter your heart. Why don't you let him come in? There's nothing in this world to keep you.
in the Savior's love. It is safely moored, will the storm withstand, for tis well secured by the Savior's hand. And the cables pass from his heart to mine can defy the blast through strength divine. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll, fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. When our eyes behold through the gathering night the city of gold, our harbor bright, we shall anchor fast by the heavenly shore with the storms all past forevermore. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll, fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. Invite your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise. Where does the sun go every night when it goes down? And where does the moon stay till it's a nightlight over town? Why do the stars only twinkle when it's night? When it comes morning, they all vanish out of sight. Well, I don't know I only know the one who knows And I can't tell you Which way the river flows Don't have the answers To all the questions life may pose I don't know Does the ocean never overflow its bounds? It's such a mystery, so awesome and profound. And where is heaven far above the Milky Way? When will I get there? Again, I'd have to say.
answers to those in sinful strife. And though it be my Lord to bear my colors there, if Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. Is heaven to me where I may be if he is there? I count it a privilege here. His cross, his cross, his cross to bear. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go not mine to question the judgments of my Lord. It is but mine to follow the leadings of his word. But if to go or stay, or whether here or there, I'll be with my Savior content anywhere. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go Counted a privilege here, his cross, his cross to bear. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go anywhere. If Jesus goes with me, I'll go. We here at 3ABN Australia Radio are delighted to share songs of praise with you. We look forward to your company next time. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, Ministry Healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie, and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Ellen White. Continuing Chapter 22 on Dress. In order to secure the most healthful clothing, the needs of every part of the body must be carefully studied. The character of the climate, the surroundings, the condition of health, the age, and the occupation must all be considered. Every article of dress should fit easily, obstructing neither the circulation of the blood nor a free, full, natural respiration. Everything worn should be loose enough that when the arms are raised, the clothing will be correspondingly lifted. Women who are in failing health can do much for themselves by sensible dressing and exercise. When suitably dressed for outdoor enjoyment, let them exercise in the open air, 
carefully at first, but increasing the amount of exercise as they can endure it. By taking this course, many might regain health and live to take their share in the world's work. Subheading, independent of fashion. Let women themselves, instead of struggling to meet the demands of fashion, have the courage to dress healthfully and simply. Instead of sinking into a mere household drudge, let the wife and mother take time to read, to keep herself well informed, to be a companion to her husband and to keep in touch with the developing minds of her children. Let her use wisely the opportunities now hers to influence her dear ones for the higher life. Let her take time to make the dear Saviour a daily companion and familiar friend. Let her take time for the study of his word. Take time to go with the children into the fields and learn of God through the beauty of his works. Let her keep cheerful and buoyant. Instead of spending every moment in endless sewing or other home duties, make the evening a pleasant social season, a family reunion after the day's duties. Many a man would thus be led to choose the society of his home before that of the clubhouse or the saloon. Many a boy would be kept from the street or the corner grocery. Many a girl would be saved from the frivolous, misleading associations. The influence of the home would be to parents and children what God designed it to be. A lifelong blessing. End of chapter 22. Chapter 23. Diet and Health Our bodies are built up from the food we eat. There is constant breaking down of the tissues of the body. Every movement of every organ involves waste, and this waste is repaired from our food. Each organ of the body requires its share of nutrition. The brain must be supplied with its portion. The bones, muscles and nerves demand theirs. It is a wonderful process that transforms the food into blood and uses this blood to build up the varied parts of the body. But this process is going on continually, supplying with life and strength each nerve, muscle and tissue. Subheading. Selection of food. Those foods should be chosen that best supply the elements needed for building up the body. In this choice, appetite is not a safe guide. Through wrong habits of eating, the appetite has become perverted. Often it demands food that impairs health and causes weakness instead of strength. We cannot safely be guided by the customs of society. The disease and suffering that prevail everywhere are largely due to popular errors in regard to diet. In order to know what are the best foods, we must study God's original plan for man's diet. He who created man and who understands his needs appointed Adam his food. Behold, he said, I have given you every herb yielding seed and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be food. Genesis 1 Verse 29. Upon leaving Eden to gain his livelihood by tilling the earth under the curse of sin, man received permission to eat also the herb of the field. Genesis 
Grains, fruits, nuts and vegetables constitute the diet chosen for us by our Creator. These foods prepared in as simple and natural a manner as possible are the most healthful and nourishing. They impart a strength, a power of endurance and a vigour of intellect that are not afforded by a more complex and stimulating diet. But not all foods wholesome in themselves are equally suited to our needs under all circumstances. Care should be taken in the selection of food. Our diet should be suited to the season, to the climate in which we live and to the occupation we follow. Some foods that are adapted for use at one season or in one climate are not suited to another. So, there are different foods best suited for persons in different occupations. Often food that can be used with benefit by those engaged in hard physical labour is unsuitable for persons of sedentary pursuits or intense mental application. God has given us an ample variety of healthful foods and each person should choose from it the things that experience and sound judgment prove to be best suited to his own necessities. Nature's abundant supply of fruits and nuts and grains is ample and year by year the products of all lands are more generally distributed to all by the increased facilities for transportation. As a result, many types of food, which a few years ago were regarded as expensive luxuries, are now within the reach of all as foods for everyday use. This is especially the case with dried and canned fruits. Nuts and nut foods are coming largely into use to take the place of flesh meats. With nuts may be combined grains, fruits and some roots to make foods that are healthful and nourishing. Care should be taken, however, not to use too large a portion of nuts. Those who realise ill effects from the use of nut foods may find the difficulty removed by attention or attending to this precaution. It should be remembered too that some nuts are not so wholesome as others. Almonds are preferable to peanuts, but peanuts in limited quantities used in connection with grains are nourishing and digestible. When properly prepared, olives, like nuts, supply the place of butter and flesh meats. The oil, as eaten in the olive, is far preferable to animal oil or fat. It serves as a laxative. Its use will be found beneficial to consumptives and it is healing to an inflamed, irritated stomach. Persons who have accustomed themselves to a rich, highly stimulating diet have an unnatural taste and they cannot at once relish food that is plain and simple. It will take time for the taste to become natural and for the stomach to recover from the abuse it has suffered. But those who persevere in the use of wholesome food will, after a time, find it palatable. Its delicate and delicious flavours will be appreciated 
and it will be eaten with greater enjoyment than can be derived from unwholesome dainties. And the stomach, in a healthy condition, neither fevered nor overtaxed, can readily perform its task. In order to maintain health, a sufficient supply of good nourishing food is needed. If we plan wisely, that which is most conducive to health can be secured in almost every land. The various preparations of rice, wheat, corn and oats are sent abroad everywhere, also beans, peas and lentils. These with native or imported fruits and the variety of vegetables that grow in each locality give an opportunity to select a dietary that is complete without the use of flesh meats. Wherever fruit can be grown in abundance, a liberal supply should be prepared for winter by canning or drying. Some fruits such as currants, gooseberries, strawberries, raspberries and blackberries can be grown to advantage in many places where they are but little used and their cultivation is neglected. For household preserving and canning, glass rather than tin cans should be used wherever possible. It is especially necessary that the fruit for canning and preserving should be in good condition. Use little sugar and cook the fruit only long enough to ensure its preservation. Thus prepared, it is an excellent substitute for fresh fruit. Wherever dried fruits such as raisins, prunes, apples, pears, peaches and apricots and so on are available at moderate prices, it will be found that they can be used as staple articles of diet much more freely than is customary with the best results to the health and vigour of all classes of workers. There should not be a great variety at any one meal, for this encourages overeating and causes indigestion. For some people, it is not well to eat fruit and vegetables at the same meal. If the digestion is feeble, the use of both will often cause distress and inability to put forth mental effort. It is better to have the fruit at one meal and the vegetables at another for these people. The meals should be varied. The same dishes prepared in the same way should not appear on the table meal after meal and day after day. The meals are eaten with greater relish and the system is better nourished when the food is varied. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. tip lady and I love giving tips to help make life more simple. Do you ever hear something that seems to hit you slam bang right between your eyes? Well I did the other day. It's so absolutely obvious that you might be tempted to just whiz past it if you hear this statement. But it landed in my brain and it wouldn't leave. 
Do you want to know what it is? Here it is. You only get to live once. Oh, well, that's obvious, isn't it? But how much do we think about it? If we did think about it, how would it affect our daily actions? Well, some of us live in the past and we're full of regrets. If only, if only, if only seems to be our theme. If only we'd done this or that, or not done this or that. Some of us live for the future. We're going to do this or that. We're going to graduate from this degree. We're going to go on that holiday. Or we'll have time for fun with our husband or kids. We're going to do it soon, or someday. And we forget to really live today. Do you want a story? I've got a tiny little jar. I think it was a little old Marmite jar, tucked away out of sight, because when I see it, it makes me feel sad. But I don't want to get rid of it, because it reminds me that we only get to live once. It has a few small coins in it. It's not full, but every coin was put in there because our young son wanted to help us really live. He was just a little chap at the time, and we were flat out paying bills with no money to spare. He started a fun jar so that we could one day spend the money on doing something together just for fun. Grandma might give him a coin for some treat, but he'd squirrel it away to put in the fun jar. He might earn a little coin for some simple job and into the jar it went. Do you want to know why it makes me so sad, very sad? We never did it. Doesn't mean we never had fun together, but we never honoured his little sacrifices by taking that money and using it for something just for fun. He wanted to go on a boat and watch whales. We could have slipped some extra money into that jar and we could have made a memory that we'd all have together, but we didn't. Why? Or maybe better still, why not? We allowed the tyranny of the urgent to dictate our actions. I can't bear to show that jar to our now-grown young man. He doesn't know I've still got it. It stays tucked out of sight. Maybe one day. But I'm more determined than ever that since we only get to live once, I'm going to really live it. So my first tip is to really live one day at a time. Choose to wake up in the morning with a heart full of gratitude. Choose to greet your family with a smile. Choose to hear the birds singing their happy carols while they go about looking for food. Choose to notice the raindrops or the sunlight streaming in. Choose to use only encouraging words to myself and others. Choose to do something that you've been putting off and do it with joy. Choose to be happy amongst the challenges of life. Choose to really live today. I love making acrostics. You know what an acrostic is? You know, you use the letters of a word to make a statement. I thought about the word live, L-I-V-E. So, well, this is the acrostic I came up with. Live in vibrant enthusiasm. Perhaps this is one prescription of what it means to truly live. How about you think of another? I'm sure there's plenty more. And since I only get to live once, and even though life may have dealt some hard blows and there might be some more hard blows coming... I'm choosing to really live full of life, vibrant, buoyant, strong, thriving, enthusiastically. And since I only get to live once, then here comes tip number two. Choose to make this the best day and really live. 
Choose to flourish, bloom, be energetic, lively, active, vibrant, full of life, regardless even of physical and perhaps mental health challenges. We can do this. Nehemiah reminds us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And Paul encourages us to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So let's remember tip number one. Really live one day at a time. And tip number two, choose to make this the best day and really live. That's it today from the two-tip lady who loves to make life more simple. Thank you.